0: Welcome to The Home Medic. You are listening to the series on water heaters in your home. Welcome to The Home Medic where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. To help us do that, the always lovely, always talented, and always full of warmth, Heidi Hansen. <laughs> How are you today? Good, good. We've got the patriotic colors on today, I noticed. Patriotic colors are good, mm. especially when it's so darn hot outside. Oh, yeah, red, white, and hot. <laughs> it is that time of year for us at the moment. You may be listening in the middle of December, but for us, it's the middle of July. <laughs> and speaking of hot... Hot water heaters. Yeah. We're going to talk about your water heater this time around, and we're going to tell you, uh, like I said, how to keep your money in your wallet, and if you want to have drama in your life, make sure you ignore that water heater.
1: (laughs) It's those tough people that just decide to take cold showers just to test their resilience, right?
0: Somebody told me once that uh, tanks of a different variety are kind of like barns. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you build them and then you ignore them until they fall down.
1: (laughs) That is absolutely true. (laughs) I think the same
0: might be true for your water heaters. We're going to talk this time about how to make sure that your water heater does not turn your home into a flood zone.
1: Yes, that's something to watch for. Actually, you won't have to watch for it. You'll just discover it.
0: Yeah, especially in, in my case, I had a home with a basement and we really didn't use that space. We'd go weeks at a time without... The ever going down there for any reason.
1: Oh, so that that could be a problem if you have yeah. a leak.
0: So you have a leak in that sort of an environment, mm-hmm. you are in trouble. You, <laughs> you walk in one day after going to the grocery store or wherever.
1: And the water's stinking. Yeah. It's and been your, there for your, weeks. Your house is stinking <laughs> and the,
0: you've got fish swimming around down there.
1: <laughs> is he exaggerating or do you really? You never know. You never know.
0: You never know. <laughs> there would at least be moss. there's a number of safety points that any home inspector is going to want to take a look at Mm -hmm. and well let me rephrase that there's a number of safety points that a good inspector is going to look at (laughs)
1: should take a look at
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could go on about home inspectors but we're talking about water heaters right right? the first thing that you're gonna want to look for is your tank drain now you've had experiences with your own water heater is that right
1: I have. In fact, we didn't ever drain our tank Uh and our first water heater, the sediment built up and cracked the tank somehow. Uh I don't know what the official, is it the... You you told me a minute ago, so I'm cheating. Is it the pressure
0: chamber? Is that what you called it? Hey, you are the voice of people everywhere. Cracked <laughs> <in> the tank. <laughs> cracked the tank. That's the all tank. I know. <laughs> that, that is very descriptive, and everybody knows exactly what that means. <laughs> so let's go with cracked the tank. All right, than the cracked the chamber. tank. What happened there is, of course, your water heater got old, and as it ages, in pretty much any city, but especially in a construction zone, you're going to have your water heater fill up with soil
1: doesn't hard water affect that a
0: little bit too yeah hardness will flake off and it'll get into there in a new construction zone you can have all kinds of crazy things Mm -hmm. wash into your house and that's when you hope that it makes it into the water heater if it goes into the cool side then you're just having the twigs and leaves and debris and somebody's underwear or whatever it may be (laughs) i I have actually seen underwear uh, in water systems.
1: So you kind of hope your home is the last one built in the subdivision, not the first.
0: (laughs) There are advantages. That is true. So you've got that kind of stuff that is going in the water heater. And what happens is it ages and you've got this sediment level. Now that can be sometimes one or two inches, sometimes it's six Mm. inches of Stuff. Yeah. Let's just call it stuff. That's stuff. a technical term.
1: Okay, it's <laughs> a good one for me.
0: My English teacher told me never to use stuff <laughs> and never to use things as words in, any, in, in anything that I sent to him.
1: Oh, that's funny. And I like those words <laughs> once in a while. They're they're very generically helpful
0: (laughs) (laughs) let's say you you got stuff in your water heater now the stuff is going to heat up and it's not going to want to transfer that heat into the water that is located above so the stuff is just going to sit there and boil you're going to know that's happening because if you listen to the water heater while it is on Uh sometimes it sounds like jeans in the dryer sometimes it sounds like popcorn popping a little bit of crackling noise yeah crackle gurgle. Uh I've heard Hopping that sort of thing and when you've got that going you know that that's what's happening in your water heater it is a sign that your water heater is on its way out
1: oh no is it too late to clean it out can you just flush it out at that point
0: probably really it probably good is good news late. <laughs> no oh news.
1: wait oh darn <laughs> i thought bad he was news. giving us good if news you
0: have gone eight to ten years without draining your water heater You don't want to start today because the tank drain valve Mm -hmm. probably won't reseal. Oh. And when it doesn't, then you've got a leak from that valve, and you will either need to call a plumber to fix a water heater that is not worth fixing, or you need to go replace a water heater.
1: What if you have a really good water heater that you want to save? Would it be worth having the plumber come fix the valve?
0: You might want to try having the, uh, the plumber... Go do that. If it's a really good one, what kind of you got?
1: Yeah, I told you. Well, I used to have a not so good one and not big enough one, and so I called a really good plumber, and he advised me to get a sixty-five gallon quick reheat Mm -hmm. water heater. I've loved
0: it. I think sixty-five gallons is kind of awesome.
1: Quick reheat. It, It covers us. It used to be eight children in the family and. Couldn't take a shower, couldn't do the dishes, couldn't wash. You had to do that consecutively. Now I can do it simultaneously.
0: So we're going to talk about tank sizing and your options there in another one of the segments. But The message that I would give you, and it's kind of an indirect message, is that you do have a tank drain on there. It's down near the base, a few inches from the bottom. And if you drain that regularly, and that basically means once or twice a year... And you should probably exercise that valve maybe three or four times a year.
1: Exercise it?
0: Basically turn it on and turn it off just so that it doesn't freeze in one position.
1: How hard is it to drain the water heater? Do you just take a hose and run it there and...
0: Uh, no, it's pretty much you're going to open up that valve, it's going to blow the hot water all over the place, and hopefully it's going to blow that sediment out into whatever the room is. So you don't put a hose onto it first? Yeah, you'll want to put a hose on it. If you've got a finished space, then you want to put a hose on it, Right. and then maybe run it into a toilet nearby or something, so that mud goes where you want it to go. Okay. So into the toilet, and that won't clog the toilet. Flush it a lot, depending. You're going to have to just see what's going into there. And if you're if you're getting gallons and gallons of stuff, then yes, flush it regularly. So all
1: you have to do is turn that valve, and the water pressure forces the sediment right. out. Right. Mm.
0: right. It doesn't sound too hard. It's not too hard at all. It's very easy. Mm. One valve turn, and you're good.
1: And you've saved your $600, $800 classy water heater.
0: Classy. I i don't have anything classy in my house (laughs) so that uh, that's
1: not true by the way
0: well that's true i have you here
1: well, you've got your wife, too. That's and, the, and you might want to mention her first, by the way.
0: <laughs> Speaking of uh, completely losing all of my husband points. That's right. Um, I want to talk about the temperature pressure valve. It's also known as the TPR. It's also known as, as the pressure valve. It is usually located directly above your tank drain. Mm. And you're going to have your goo on the bottom of the tank. Sometimes you can actually have a floating other goo on the top side of the water i sometimes this can be a moss sometimes oh wow layers layers upon layers <laughs> and in order to get that stuff off you actually have to open up your temperature pressure valve and like i say that's ah. directly above these are both valves that if they have not been exercised for years don't start now
1: unless you want to call the plumber
0: unless you want to probably have the plumber already there in the room because he's going mm. to need to do repairs so as we get into the maintenance I'm gonna mention this again that you need to start when the water heater and, and every other plumbing valve in the home is new and then turn them regularly so that you can reliably turn them on and off when you need to.
1: What if it's about five years old? Do you think I could get away with it on a good quality water Roll
0: the dice and go for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know how to fix valves in case it goes bad? <laughs> I need a cheap plumber. <laughs> no, Garth isn't cheap, trust I, me. I'm would, just calling on special favors. Yeah, I
0: think you just called me cheap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, okay. I didn't call you cheap. I was just throwing you she a curveball. you just ball. burying me. I was just teasing him.
0: Uh, so, more information in segment two. We're going to talk about your surge tank, your earthquake strap, and other ways for your water heater to either land your family in the mm. hospital or, at, at very least, clean out your wallet and your bank account.
1: Earthquake straps. Yes, we'll talk about that Yeah, that for will sure. Be, for that sure.
0: In the next segment, you'll want to hang on to that. For more information, of course, homemedicusa.com and be yourself and my mansion
1: don't forget to ask
0: me about my mansion i've been
1: fantasizing yes my mansion has a hot tub with a really good water heater
0: heater. (laughs) that's not much of a mansion heidi (laughs) but you're the master of it for this
1: oh i'm the master of my water heater okay yes i am
0: be yourself because everybody else is taken come back for part two of this we'll torture you some more
1: Hey, This is Julie with your natural solutions tip for the day which bring my favorites lemon lavender and peppermint essential oils What do they do Jules? What I love about those three oils is it promotes clear breathing and healthy respiratory functions which are so crucial at certain point times of the year. I love taking them before I go out to garden or... Or hike during the spring and the fall. So if you are one of those many, many people like me who suffer from seasonal threats, you will definitely want to give Lemon, Lavender, and Peppermint a try. couple drops under your tongue. Voila! If you want to know more, contact us at at naturalsolutionsathomemedicworld.com.